You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keen Jones. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the Forall Nerd Show. The voice of the urban <laughs> geek. The podcast where we stress geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, in the captain's chair, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, aka Lightwork Yagami, Blart Bent, Buzz Outchia, Method mm. Mansplaining, Patrick Swaley. Keep I that miss, same energy when you I see me. I missed that Method Man one. <laughs> yeah, method Mansplaining. Wow. <laughs> Keep that same energy when you see me. Toss a coin to your ninja. We back. And as always, I'm joined by... Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Flex Luthor, Ned Slanders, Gucci Mane, DeLorean, Dame Diner Dash, and the Ting of the North. Mm-hmm. Call me drinking my water. Ah, my okay. agua right there. <laughs> Y'all would have seen that if you are watching right now on twitch.tv slash for all nerds, where we broadcast every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern time for the For All Nerds show. And you can also catch mm-hmm. us Monday at mm-hmm. 1 p.m. Eastern time for views from the 616. The superior MCU review podcast. Than pretty much every podcast out there. I mean, power and big ups to all of our people of color who are out there yeah. doing the damn thing. Yeah. We are also one of the more superior ones. So just, yeah. just FYI. Even in that lane. And yeah. also adding to Ben Amin's schedule that he just shared, we mm-hmm. also now have the great Uncolored P or Uncolored Page, as you may know him. He is our gaming editor. He is now going to be streaming gaming live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Right now, he is on playing what little nightmares, little nightmares two. two. So it's going to be different games. I think like I think after he finishes this one, it's going to be another game after that. Please definitely check out our schedule on twitch.tv slash for all nerds for all the deets. But as usual, make sure you are following us at the very least, at the least, so you get notifications when we're live. And if you are able, please definitely subscribe to us. If you can't even get the subscription, pass the love on. Mm-hmm. And if you're already an Amazon Prime member, you can get a free subscription every month. So yes. right there, you can use that to get yourself a subscription or pass one on to somebody else. Yes. But once again, thank you to everyone that, I mean, it's been super lit, y'all. It's been, you know, we every week has been bigger and bigger on that Twitch. You know, it just gets mm-hmm. more and more crazy. I've been doing my DJ sets. They've been lovely. We got Nigel, Uncolor Page up on there. We got uh, Tatiana to be announced on there. <laughs> You know, yeah, Hyrule Roy- Warriors. I said that before. That's yeah. definitely going to be the first one, just because that's the one where I really don't give a damn about right. what y'all saying and what y'all think, because I'm just having a blast playing it. But that's going to be the first. So this week, yes, 
Okay. I, I can say this week. I, I, right. I can say uh, definitely this week. Now that I'm um, not down bad anymore. Not down bad anymore. Double shots in. Yo. Double I am now fully vaccinated. Woo! I am not. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. That We're is getting okay. There. But yes, I am fully vaccinated. I got the second shot of the Moderna. I am now officially a Moderna mommy. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I would say, yeah, the the second shot, even though I I had similar, meaning like the same effects I had the first time, but worse. Mm. So I was, uh, I got it on Monday afternoon. I was fine. Woke up on Tuesday. That incomplete day was a wash because I was down bad, in the bed, had fever, chills, aches and pains. Uh what else? I mean, I just, I just, oh, I was tired. I was just lethargic as fuck. So a nighttime sniffling, sneezy, stuffy head medicine <laughs> <When> you needed. <laughs> I felt like the commercial, but no, I, I didn't have any. I didn't have those. I didn't have any yeah. sniffy, sniffling or anything like that. But I, but I just was not feeling good. But that is a sign that your immune system is working, 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 and it's responding to it. So it's a good thing. I definitely had got some Tylenol as recommended by the nurse that gave me the shot and just hydrated. So I would recommend the same if you're going through it or talk to your doctor, see what's best for you. And uh, good luck to everybody still out there getting their shot or still trying to think about whether they want to get the first shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Professor Brandon Obunu, our resident COVID specialist over here yes. for all nerds. I had a long discussion with him the other night to clear up some more of my misconceptions and things I was trying to figure out, you know. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? Like, two bison have a whole doctor as yes. bison, as, yes. you know, an in-resident bison. Oh, this is so great. This is so great. I just love it. I love it, it. It's really beautiful because <laughs> I've got a lot of friends who are definitely worse than me, you know, damn near mm. anti-vaxxers. Mm. And so I've had to be the voice of reason amongst them and, you know, really distrust it. And... I'm looking to get mine soon. You know, I am. I'm just, you know, trying to make it through and, you know, figure it all out. But I'm hoping to get me some Pfizer up in this body, you know. Okay. You're going to be a Pfizer poppy? Yep. I want to be the Pfizer Fast and Furious. (laughs) Like Tyrese, right? (laughs) What do you want from me? What more do you want from me? Yo, I mean, I just always laugh at mans. Uh, According to our social media manager, Chica, he is getting that check. Getting that check. He be waiting on these, y'all. He he be waiting on these. He he buried the hatchet. How much he was paying in child support? Oh, my lord! That man needs this. I don't know, but he buried the hatchet with with both the Rock and Vin Diesel. I mean, he was beefing with everyone. Everyone came to Fast and Furious. Yeah, but him and the really the entirety of the entire line of Fast and Furious family down to Bow Wow. Ludacris. That other white boy who, other... Who, who looks like Walker but ain't because obviously my man passed I, away. I, I but yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you even see you even see Walker in a you video. You even get Walker in but video. You even Walker. But the the cold thing about it, when we, and we're talking about the Fast and Furious 9 trailer. The cold yes. thing about it is your Han is back. Han back. Eating good. Looking a little chunky. Looking, looking like he's been eating. He's been now, packing down Now, that's a them. big deal because technically the man's is dead. dead. So how did he get back? I, I forgot how they explained how he get back. It was some they haven't universe. Yet. No, no, they haven't explained yet. Han shows up at the end of eight. And so right. that's how you knew he was alive. But they have not explained how because Han was killed by uh, Shaw. He was killed unceremoniously. Yeah. And for yes. what has been like eight years or something like that. like Longer, people... dog. He got killed. Like, man, it's, it's been a has long. Has it been 10 plus years? I mean, how long has this series been going Tokyo on? Dr- True. Yo, that series has been out since I was in high school? Wait a minute. 
I don't even want to know. Yo, Drift. I could always feel mad It's old. been out since I was in high school. Tokyo Drift came out in 2006, bro. Yeah, that's that's the second one. So we're talking like 2004 for the first one, probably? I mean, that's so, the one with Han. Yeah. Sung, uh, and his actor's name is Sung Kang. So, I've never seen Tokyo Drift. That's the one I have I've not never seen. seen I, well, I've, that's not true that I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen enough where I knew Bow Wow was annoying. But I knew Bow Wow was in it, but I've never seen it. But it's still... The, the, that you know, remember the Tokyo Drift song? That's where that that came from. That that doom 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 doom. That really fire fire Miss song. Me. Oh, listen to that song. It's really cool. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah. So so Han is back, and 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 like so since that time of his unceremonious death, people have always been like justice for Han because it's just mm-hmm. like why does everybody else get the key come back and him and he don't, and why did he die out of everybody? And he was also a fan favorite, so. Like you said, I guess, okay, they didn't explain yet. Maybe now they explain how or why he came back. I and mean, gotta, honestly, does Fast Fears need to explain anything at this point? I mean, it's none of nonsense. it made sense. Like someone pointed out on Twitter, your man Vin Diesel probably dies like six, seven, eight, nine times in the In a trailer. trailer alone. And what sense does that make to have, in, at least in this new one, you have John Cena as Vin's brother, as Dom's I mean, brother. So I'm just like, if I mean, you can't explain that one. Different different mothers? Different dad? No, I mean, they can't be. Adopted? You know, that <laughs> one of them? So why is everything else more believable than Cena being his brother? Because they look nothing alike. <laughs> but them going into, like, the outer rims of space, sure, with Ludacris duct taping the suit onto his body, sure, that will fly. F- cars flying to the underbelly of planes getting picked up. Giant magnets pulling tanks. Sure. That shit was ill. That was ill. And and, yeah. and and to be quite frank, I don't trust anyone who doesn't like the Fast and Furious franchise. Facts. I don't. I can't trust you because my thing is if, if you don't like it, that's because you, you don't understand whimsy and you don't understand imagination and bullshit and just sitting there and just having... Sometimes it's not about stuff making sense or being a monument to the craft of film. Sometimes it's just about bullshit and about having fun. Yeah, it was so funny. I was talking to my next door neighbor the other day, and he was talking about how he can't get into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Right. And he's like, yo, this man was dealing with alien invasions, and now he having trouble with regular dudes? <laughs> <laughs> Real life is just too much. I was like, damn, I can't, you know, I can't really argue that. And yeah. I was like, what about, we were talking about Fast and Furious. He's like, I can't stand that either. Like, Ludacris started off, um... And I will say this too, Ludacris, when they first introduced him, is running boat races in Miami. And it's supposedly the man in Miami where he, I think he's in Miami, he's running boat races Probably. somewhere. And he's the man wherever he is. And then out of nowhere, Ludacris becomes this master hacker. There is like no... <laughs> no build-up, no lead-up. <laughs> I think he cracks the safe. Like, first he starts cracking safes and you're like, okay, maybe. And then suddenly he's like hacking into government systems. He's Why been- not? Yo, he been training, getting that XP. He's also, uh, I, I think he's supposed to be Ethiopian because his name is Tej. And so, you know, big up to that. I like that. I mean, but yeah, like it's you said. Suppo- oh, he's supposed to be Ethiopian? I think so. I think, yeah, I, I know. I never knew that. Tej is an Ethiopian word. Uh, it's that honey wine is, te- there's a there's a wine called Tej, honey wine. Really? Yes. It, it will have you rocked. Oh, yeah. I see it now. Ooh, Lord. Is, that, is that not pretty like blue bottle? Oh, Lord have much? mercy. That shit will have you on your ears. Oh, it's just in like this little clear kind of Yeah, nice... clear. It's, 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 it looks like Ooh. orange juice. And yeah. it is. It is. It's mad sweet? It's pretty sweet. And that's what the thing is. You won't know. 
Like the first time I had it, we went to a Tej bar in Ethiopia and we're sitting down and we down like a bottle of that shit. And then we got, I took a bottle with me back to the hotel. I never ever touched that bottle though. I was, I remember I was sitting at the hotel, like trying to order room service and I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> trying to contemplate life and shit. Wow, that's strong. Okay, man, no, that that Tej is no joke. But yeah, that's who Ludacris, as far as I know, is named after. But yeah, like you said, if you can't turn your brain off and enjoy these movies, I don't know. You know, that's just you. I get it. Certain people can't do it. I'm, you know, one of the most analytical people as you know, and I effing love these movies, like- dog. And also, you got to know what to expect. You got to know, like you said, and, and I didn't even realize it, Ben, but this has been going on for 15 plus years. The shenanigans yes. has been going on since the beginning. They told you who they were since the beginning, and they have steadfastly been on that path. So at this point, if you're still like, well, I don't know what they talking about, what's going on, then I don't know what to tell you, man. I like how you said the ludicrous guy is SP up, though. Like, my man went from like, I mean, what what type of SP <laughs> class grinding. is that? No, I mean, my man was grinding, <laughs> dog. Like, I mean, it was I... all weekend. Like, it's <laughs> 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 like, you don't go from running boat races to master hacker, you know, without a lot of grind. You don't go from being dead to being alive either. And here we are. So. Here we are. I, I just, I wonder, has what's her name gotten too, Gal Gadot, has she just gotten too big? Because they definitely murked her. Like, her death was on screen. It was Who horrible. Who was she? Huh? Who what? was she? That's Hans' girl. What? That's the that greatest romance. Yes. You don't love these wow. movies. You don't love these movies. No, I just didn't love his girl. So wow. No, Gal Gadot was his girl, man. She was great. You know, that's when she. That's what got her the Wonder Woman gig. I don't think I ever realized that was her. Yep, that's her, and she dies horribly. It's like what? crushed under an airplane. I think it's bad. She was in the two thousand nine. She's in most enough of them, dog. She's in like. She uh, was Giselle. Yes, I, I Han and Giselle. Giselle. I didn't give a damn about Giselle. No man, wonder. I loved Han and Giselle, man. See, I'm not going to hate on her. I loved Han and Giselle. I, I was, I was hurt when, like, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I rewatched uh, uh, most of them. Like I said, I still haven't seen Tokyo Drift. I, I, I know. Okay, I'll get to it soon. It wasn't, because I, I went through them all, but Tokyo Drift wasn't available, like, on HBO or whatever. Because during pandemic, I went through them shits. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, when Giselle died in that one, I turned it off for it. Like, I couldn't you do it again. You felt that bad? I couldn't watch it again, dog. I felt a type of ways. I couldn't do it again. Okay, but you didn't care. Well, you didn't watch it. I was going to say, you didn't care when Han died. But you No, I've seen Han. No, because Han actually doesn't. Does he, he actually get killed? Because they show his death in another one when they show Shaw kill him. Like in a, But I think he dies in that one, and then later on, they add on that Shaw killed him. So they in show. The thir- in the third yeah. Fast and Furious movie, Tokyo Drift. Han dies near the end of the movie. Yes, but then later on in another one, they show Shaw kill him because that's not wasn't established oh, so way he comes later. Back and gets killed. Oh yeah, they. Oh, that's why I remember, and that's why I'm, why I said timeline earlier. Yeah, they Tokyo Drift to is say, out of time. Yeah, they try to say it was a different timeline. No, it's just. It's that Tokyo Drift takes place later than the other ones is what they try and say. Whatever, but that still didn't make sense because then no. why bring him back? Why bring back saying just to kill him? No, no, no. He's dead. All right. See, this is the timeline. One, see, they, two. They're ter- making Terminator bullshit now. No, it's not, no it's, uh, it's not even that complex. It goes like this. One, two, uh, four, five, six, seven, two, eight, nine. It just, you know. You they, just said two twice. No, no. One. No, okay. Three. Sorry. Three is Tokyo Drift, right? One, yes. two, four, okay. five, six, seven. Then Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift, eight, nine. 
That's bullshit. I'm done. They I'm had done to make it where Tom okay. dies. And they All had to, they, they had to make it why like Han was still happened. alive. You could have yeah. said that shit never happened. They could have done that. Leave it there. But that, that was brilliant. I don't care. I thought it was brilliant. Because it's like Han's like, I'm going to Tokyo. And everyone's like, no! I'm supposed to believe a movie We all know what happens in Tokyo. I'm supposed to believe a movie from 2006 happens after all that other shit. Niggas so is using after, flip phones and shit. It's right. hilarious. So like after all that happens, oh, yeah, then he ends up in Tokyo with flip phones, Nokia's. Yeah. It's um, like Tokyo was going through, you know, their um, flashback phase. You know uh, you know, right. you know sure, how Tokyo sure, culture sure. be, you know, you know, they was all Nokia's they, they that year. They would have been better just saying that shit never happened. Okay. Hey, just but say, I love was, it. Say that was just a side story. That I thought it was happened. genius. I thought it was genius, yeah. Because especially when you know the whole as you're watching it, and he's like, "Let's go to Tokyo." You're like, "Don't go! <laughs> Don't go to Tokyo! Don't <laughs> no, no. no, Nothing good happens in Tokyo." Don't go solo. <laughs> um, what else is coming? Out? Oh, another trailer came out this week. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. What do you think about this, Ben? I mean. What do I think about Zack Snyder is the question here. Um, yeah, it's you, there. You thought it's there. Okay. It's on Here's, Netflix. You know what I mean? So I'm going to watch it. So you this know? is the movie. So this is the trailer I saw. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. This is where. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's at this point, I was like, it's like, I forgot who the hell was in it. But this is the movie Batu- where. Batista. Batista, yes. Yes. This is where Drax and the rest of them mm-hmm. are basically going into Vegas to steal like million or not steal, but recover millions and millions of dollars during some, mil. during some type of apocalypse and yes. in Vegas, uh, in some underground safe. And yep. Vegas is overrun by zombies. Overrun and the zombies seem to be, as they reveal in this trailer, they're intelligent, they're like gathering, they're you know, got plans and steams, so okay. it's not here's, your average zombies. Here's my question. So is this just like any other zombie thing where, like, if that place is post-apocalyptic, I would imagine there's other places with post-apocalyptic. So does money even have a value at this point? Why are we trying to steal money? When no money not have a value, my need. Cash rules everything around me, dog. Dead, do you see cash money anywhere? Facts. Well, in, are, in, in 28 days, do you see cash money anywhere? Well, this doesn't seem to be that type of situation because they get... 28 days let, later. They, they, no, it is 28. Yeah, I thought. Anyway. Oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. 28 days later. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it's 28 and it's 28 weeks later. So yeah, it's 28. Thank you. They sneak into Vegas because Vegas is protected by the military. So it seems like they've contained the zombies in Vegas. At least, you know, maybe like certain cities have so zombies the, in them. So the rest... So that's what I'm saying. So you're trying to tell me certain cities don't fall or, Fam, or society's not collapsing? It, it would take a lot more than that for the money to stop rolling in America, Facts. as we have seen. You know Oof. what I mean? We, we've got cities of zombies right now, and <laughs> I'm still ordering from Amazon today. This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> that said, am I going to watch this? Eh, if yes. I, I, I'm, I, I know, Ben, I mean, you will. Zombies aren't my biggest thing. My um, I just is it, that whole thing about getting the money just bothered me. I'm like, who gives like? <laughs> I just like the for trailer, the money. Y'all could have said anything else in the world. The money. At one point, Batista is running along some like craps tables in the casino, like he's running on top of them while shooting. And seeing that big man running across some tables, I was like, whoa, that's impressive, you know. <laughs> he, I mean, he he was in WWE. He got yeah, be know, impressive. He got it, the moves. Yeah, so I was I was like, okay, but I don't like Snyder. I think. You know, he's a lot of, like, hype and, you know, not really much behind it. So, 
Mm. I'm, I'll probably give it like you know my first ten minutes, and if it's any good, I'll keep going. If not, I'll just yeah, cut it. Well, it drops cut on it. Nef- drops on Netflix on May twenty first. It's going to have a limited theatrical release on May fourteenth. Won't be there. <laughs> not I ain't gonna be there. Yeah, in the words of Magic Johnson, I will you know. I, I, I will be there on Netflix, um, potentially. And Fast and Furious Nine drops in cinemas July eighth. I I'm I'm not sure how that's gonna work, but. That's a I'm not later gonna be on. there for that either. Yeah, I, I, no, don't, I don't give a damn. I, I just don't like. I just don't see myself going back to the movies until maybe Black Widow. Maybe. maybe I know that if the movie or the theaters are still doing it, what I would do is I'll do that where you pay like a hundred dollars and rent out a whole theater and like bring like a couple of friends mm-hmm. or family members. I'll definitely do that. Ain't ain't wait Black Widow coming to Disney Plus? So I ain't going to the theater for that. Nope. You know I wasn't. So. Nope, that's a done deal. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a, maybe Eternals. That's November. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And finally, we got a little teaser from the Game of Thrones account on Twitter. Uh, they've been kind of, kind of dormant, kind of not. Uh, and as you know, there's there's a million spinoffs and all sorts of things in development. There's at least one that got canceled, but there is one that's still going forward. Um, House of Dragon, I believe it's called. Something like that, yeah. It, it details the Targaryens and when they are like in full power with mad dragons and shit. Yeah, House of the Dragon. Yep. Um. So the the tweet went, "Winter is coming," and the reason why that matters is because we are actually nearing the anniversary of the first episode of Game of Thrones, which wow. debuted. It debuted on April seventeenth, twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. So wait. Get- Game of Thrones was already going by the time we started For All Nerds? Before? What, by, when did we start? Yes, by the time we started, yes. Yeah, because we ain't done 10 years yet. We getting there. Hell but, no. No, but damn. That's... I remember we started when Walking Dead first. I remember that because we were talking Walking Dead. But I did not realize that Game of Thrones had already been on and popping. It's going we, to be we, 10 years old. We were definitely covering it. Me and Chico Leo. Shout out to my brother Chico Leo back when we were doing special deliveries every Sunday. Mm-hmm. We, we were definitely covering Game of Thrones. And then, of course, shout out to Castle Black. The blackest Game of Thrones podcast in yes. all of the realms. Yes. And the accounts are still active. If you if you still make sure you all are still following those accounts because you may see some surprises there. Mm-hmm. I know all of our accounts definitely respond whenever there's news to, as we mentioned, Castle Black for Game of Thrones news or information. Uh, the the Lovecraft Safe Negro. Safe Negro podcast account, the Lovecraft Country account, still active. I know Misha Green is still dropping Lots of uh, her scripts yes. in each episode, so we I know those get posted all the time. And as Ben Ami said, make sure you're following views from the six one six from the six one six. If you uh, are interested in some of the MCU stuff, like a little show called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which again we thank everyone for pouring all of your support. It has been fire lately. I think we had a record number of people in the chat last time, so we it did. Just keeps, it just keeps going up and up. Make sure y'all are following. Make sure y'all are supporting any way you can. We definitely appreciate it. Yep. Word up. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more from the For All Nerds show. Hi, I'm Professor Brandon Obunu, a scientist who studies genetics and epidemics. And when I'm not doing long division, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, yo, this is Danny Lore. 
And this is Vida Ayala. And we are Twin Speaks. And when we are not writing Ironheart or James Bond, we are listening to For, For All, All Nerds. Nerds. Hi, my name is Genevieve King, and I play Jackie Veda on Netflix's Lock and Key. When I'm not cooking up new recipes in my kitchen, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, everybody. This is Peter Ramsey. I am the director of Rise of the Guardians and one of the directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I like to listen to For All Nerds with Tatiana and the great Benjamin. Hey, this is Hiro Kanagawa, actor and playwright. And you are listening to For All Nerds all the way. Hi, this is Lexi Alexander, and I'm a filmmaker and a writer. And when I'm not playing with my vintage toys and feeding myself and my dog, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's up? This is Otto Asado, and when I'm not on television and movie sets, I am listening to For All Nerds. Welcome back to this episode of For All Nerds. Thank you, as always, for joining us. And, you know, we just, me and Tatiana, just recorded a very special Patreon-only review of Amazon's Invincible. Yes! I know, I know, you're like, only for Patreon? Only for Patreon. Yes, goddammit, only for Patreon. Y'all get all kind of free stuff over here. But this one right here is for our Patreon subscribers. So, if you want to join... For the price of a cup of coffee per day, <laughs> patreon.com slash for all nerds. Got Even it. a dollar will help your favorite podcasters. Oh, we are down bad if we, <laughs> which, with the way you say it. But yes, thank y'all. <laughs> thank y'all so much who are already supporting. And if you are not there, I, th- I think the lowest tier is a dollar a month. A dollar. A dollar a month. A if coffee. two of y'all got to get together and put in 50 cents, make it a dollar. Cool. Let it, and y'all share, y'all log it. I don't know. Word make it up. Happen. We don't care. We don't, don't care. care. Do it. Make it happen. We appreciate you. Thank you for everyone who has signed up. Uh, Patreon.com slash for all nerds. And you're going to get the free stuff. You get special privileges, including some special stuff regarding T Public. Um, it works. And, and, and I know I saw someone send me a comment on the T uh, on the Patreon. Because uh, they had like saw the their special code after the fact. It works. Oh on, yeah, I saw that. It works yeah. on full price items. I'm, I'll I'll send you a response later. But just FYI, the code works on full price items, so you didn't miss anything. But anyway, mm-hmm. you get you get special privileges like that, and you get to hear our invincible review. Yeah, which is one of my favorite books of all time, and Tatiana is quite hooked. I so love invincible. Y'all need to hear this. You know. We doing a semi-deep dive, you know, talking things, you know, bringing you the usual flavor that you love. And it's one of our favorite. I mean, my just it's in my top five comic books that I've ever read. And I've read a lot of comic books. So y'all know I'm loving the show. So head over there, patreon.com slash for all nerds. You know what I'm gonna do for the price of a cup of coffee per day. <laughs> what's next, Ben? I mean. What's next? What's next is one of my favorite. Favorite segments on this show. The guac is extra. Is extra. The geek when the ask questions. 
where we answer any and all questions from our listeners. It does not matter whether it's geek-related or nah. Hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com. Or you can hit us on all of them social medias, Twitters, Instagrams, at forallnerds. Everything with an S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do we have up first tonight? The first question comes from P. Flacco. They write, would you rather... Never have to pay for airline tickets ever again, regardless of destination and no price cap. Or never have to pay for a hotel slash Airbnb rental. No limit to the length of reservations. Airline tickets. I say the same. Reason why is because you can some you can get lots of deals for hotels and Airbnbs. <laughs> and you can't get no deals for them tickets. You can't like if I'm trying to fly from here to Bali. That's that might be an expensive ticket, and I'm trying to fly first class. I'm trying to fly business class. If wow. you're telling, if you're talking about regardless of destination, no price cap. I'm oh, yeah. flying business class. Oh yeah, definitely every time. I'm, f- I'm flying first class. I'm flying Emirate Air, and I'm getting the, the the diamond class, whatever the the top platinum diamond you could get. I'm doing it, and it, I, I don't even care if I was going from New York to DC. I would still be in the top diamond class for 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 35 minutes. So Eight word. Or, or even like, I mean, I am. I assume by airline tickets, you're also including PJs, private jets. So, I mean, I don't need a private jet. Yeah, damn it. I, I'm, mean, I'm, I would like a private jet. I mean, why not? <laughs> but you know, no, it's definitely not. It's definitely not hotel Airbnb because one, yeah. like I've been flying a companion pass. Well, I've had a companion pass in the past, and so I'm already used to. And even then, you're still paying a lot. You know, yeah. what I mean, that shit still hits you. Yeah. And. I'd never want to stay anywhere that long where I need, you know, like three <laughs> weeks of Airbnb, you know, like I'm good after like five days. I'm like, yeah. come home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we both, uh, Benjamin said it very strong first and I am right behind him. Airline tickets, I do not want to pay for ever again. Yeah, because I love a companion pass and I don't want to pay for that shit ever again. But Yo. I will. I will. It's, it's worth beautiful. it. Yeah, even during a pandemic. All right. <laughs> Um, what's next? Next comes from Bucky Barnes, mechanical arm. The the mm. S is the sigma sign. I don't yep. know if this person is a sigma, but uh, you better hope they are. Yeah, don't be using they <laughs> simple. <laughs> Dog, I was on a bachelor party with some, with some of my Howard chats. This is like two years ago when you know we actually still went to parties and shit. Yeah, and um. They're all cues, you know what I mean? And it was like uh, yeah. it was like twenty five of us, you know. And out of the twenty five, maybe four of us weren't cues. So we're all taking this group pick in front of the hotel, and they all throw up the you know the, hooks. the horns, the, the, hooks, the hooks, the horns, yeah. the hooks. I'm not yeah. saying I don't even know what it's called exactly. <laughs> and one of them was like, "Don't be letting me see y'all throw this up." And I was like, "Negro, you, you think like, I want to get my ass you beat?" You like, Howard, you're not dumb. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on, you know better. But yeah. So yeah. I'm sure this person is a Sigma. What's okay. their question? So yeah, Bucky Barnes Mechanical Arm, also underscore Rob J. Mm-hmm. They write, what anime, if any, have you been watching lately? I The last thing that I watched, and I know I'm not a big anime watcher, was I watched the first few episodes, and I want to get back to it. I just don't know why I haven't, of Beastars. What, finish that. I know. I love it. It's so weird, but finish I that. I love that shit. That bitch said, when, in the first episode, that bitch was like, Oh, one of the drama students got killed. They're always doing. It. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Wait, what episode are you on? Are you on like two or something? Episode I'm two? on like three, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay, I'm early. you got a way yeah. to go. I- I've been finished it. I'm excited for uh, season two. Again, 
this series is weird as fuck. Yeah. It makes you feel type of ways about yourself, but it's totally worth watching. Yeah. I like good, Beastars good a lot. Good that story. That show was dope. Yeah. I just finished season two of Fire Force. Okay. I think I said this. Yes, I did. I said this on Twitter. Here's my problem. Or oh, I said it on IG. Here's my problem with Fire Force. It's really compelling just, just plot. And I like most of the characters. Too much fan service. It throws, and I'll explain what fan service is in a minute. It throws off the story a lot. And it's it's just, I understand and traditionally in anime, it's just a trope that's used, used, but it's just gratuitous at this point and it's unnecessary. And it really, and it actually pisses me off. There's there's at least half an episode where it's just straight up fan service and I, and I wasn't happy. That says fan service is a trope in anime when um, particularly the female characters, they are just randomly like groped, uh, molested, their clothes Whoa. fall off for no fucking reason at all. Boobs are bouncing everywhere, shit like that. And it's supposed yeah. to be done for comedy effect and comedic relief. And very, very, very rarely, i.e. never, does it really turn out that way. Now, I know there's some people out there that really love fan servers. I have no problem with it. I do. It's unnecessary. And and when it's used sparingly, I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm used to it. But it's it's just overdone. So it does take me out the story sometimes. But when those when that's not present... I'm generally really happy with Fire Force. So definitely check that out. It is on, um, well, I watch it on Hulu, but I'm sure you can get it anywhere that they show anime. All right. Um, I have, that's all I've been watching, but I did watch, uh, shout out to my brother, Mellow Marketer, who put me onto this YouTube channel, Super Eyepatch Wolf. And Super Eyepatch Wolf does these hour long breakdowns of various shows. And the first one that I watched was he he actually put me on to this one about non anime I mean non battle battle anime, mm -hmm. and it's about like the ones where they're like wine tasting and stuff, but oh, they're having these mental battles. Oh. Yeah, but they're but the ones where they're having like battles, but there aren't fights. Oh, you know? so you need to watch um Sam. What am I thinking of? Uh, the cooking one. Oh no, I'm good. No, 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 I'm good. I watched this right now. I, I, I it was more for story reasons. I don't need to oh, watch. Okay. You know, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Food Wars like, is what I was thinking. Food yeah, Wars I'm is exactly I don't need to watch that. no cooking shit. No. Um, when <laughs> I, when, I'm sure it is great, but I, you know me, I can barely sit through anime that has actual battles in it. But then because of that, I went on and watched his one on One Piece where he broke down One Piece. I mean, broke it down to the very last compound. I've never seen anything of One Piece, but now I know what it's all about. I know what the story is about. I can like identify stuff. I know that One Piece is filled with fan service like you described because... The women are all voluptuous and beautiful and all this, and the other characters aren't like that. Yeah. And, um, and just being voluptuous and beautiful isn't just no, the, no. the, it's what really spans her. It's really the, the yeah. just throwing into situations where like these women are getting essentially taken advantage of for that, one I wouldn't even call another. that fan service. The fan service is like when Iron Man shows up in a movie, you know, like that's oh, just gross. Well that's well <laughs> <laughs> Well that's different, but 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 literally that's like different fan service. But literally it's different, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. when it comes to anime, the, the term fan service is means more how I define it. Yeah, I believe it. it. Anime it's, always it's, got some weird shit. Wild. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Super Eye Patch Wolf. Yeah. I really like his reviews. He's actually got one on Akira that I want to watch soon because cool. you know he talked about how it's the greatest thing ever, and you know I always say that it is. So. Yeah. And then real quick, because I know we never explained what it was. B Star. I believe they're oh either, my God. they're either in high school or in college. College, it's, like yeah, something somewhere in between that point. It follows a group of these teenagers or early twenty I, young young um 
I can't even say people because they're anthropomorphic animals. So you have wolves and rabbits and kangaroos and basically damn near every animal that you could think of is is i don't think there's any aquatic life someone described it to me um zootopia is the one with the rabbit and uh yeah yeah it's it's zootopia Zootopia for adults yeah Yeah. it's zootopia for adults and it basically is telling a story of of carnivores versus herbivores at least on a very basic level because i don't want to give too much yeah and then as far as um as far as fire force uh basically it's a story of a world earth where people spontaneous com- spontaneously combust into flames wow. and there is a there are groups of teams of people called fire force units that actually their job is to go and contain these people <laughs> what? when they when they when they spontaneous combust they turn into what are called infernals they're basically monsters that are on fire and mm. think of you know just like a, a fire a fire department would go out and go yep. put out fires same concept but mm-hmm. th- these people are putting out people okay or formerly people and all of the damage that goes on there and because it's anime you know there's there's magic and powers and all sorts of shit involved so it's again really cool concept just in overall just some of the stuff that annoys me have you heard anything about the pacific rim anime I watched it. Good? I'm so fucking mad. It's too fucking short. It gets really good towards okay. the, like, at the end. It gets really good, and then it's over. And I th- it's Damn. like five episodes, some shit, or six. Yep. I'm really pissed because at first I was I was like I don't know. Episode three it starts picking up, and then mm-hmm. when you really start feeling it, it's over. Oh man, well they're coming back for season two already. So thank God because I was about yeah. to be somebody ass. But it's it's really good. I'm a big Pacific Rim fan in general. That whole. Mm-hmm that whole mythos of Pacific Rim and they keep going deeper into it with this anime. It's called Pacific Rim Enter the Black, I believe. Yep. I'm gonna check that out then ASAP. Yeah. You know, that sounds like a porn. Oh. I'm just saying, you know. Oh, Pacific Rim The Black. But yeah. Still. Um... <laughs> What's the next question? Next question comes from uh, our uh, our longtime favorite, Picture Me, Roland. Mm-hmm. They write, "Let me start this by saying that I think Kevin Feige is the goat movie exec. I would have to agree with you." Thanks. I love what he's doing with Marvel. My so question Marvel. is, would you like to would you like to see the MCU have an ending one day, or do you want it to go on indefinitely? I'm just saying that I hate to be 80 years old still watching the movies and not get a chance to see the finale. Uh, about That's, that, fam. Yeah. You know what? You this, ain't. Is, <laughs> this is thing. This is the thing, Pichelie Roman. I feel you, and I, I'm like, I feel you on a personal level, but there's yep. this thing called profits. Yeah. And 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 as long as the society's capitalism, they don't care about your 80 years of still trying to keep up on the Marvel movies. Yeah. I mean... And think about it this way. Say they did stop it. Say say 20 years or 30 years from now, they did stop it. They going to reboot Booted, again yeah. in 60 years. So yep. there's going to be stuff that you're going to miss after you and I are gone. <laughs> so I wouldn't bet on it. I just remember when I used to be like, I just want to live long enough. And this was sad, but I just wanted to see the end of Lost. You know, I was like... <laughs> Fucking let me see. Look, I was I was in a depressed state. I just came home from jail. You know, there was a lot going on in my life. So I was like, let me just make it to the end of the world. You know? And then I did that. And then it was like, let me make it to see Endgame. You know? And yes. I did that. And so now it's like, all right, whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Because it's like I've seen that chapter that I, saw, I need to see. I saw Endgame, see. so I was like, 
Yeah, everything else is bonus now. You know, yeah. like I saw shit I never thought I'd see on screen. You know, I saw Thanos snap. I saw what happened after. And that was those are two of my favorite movies of all time now. I'd love to see them do Secret Wars, but I don't think they'll be able to match, you know, just because it was that buildup, it was that first 10 years, mm-hmm. the stuff we'd never seen done. So I've seen it. You know, I'm happy. Like, Marvel has changed my life for the better. You know, it's just been like, it's been so dope to see everything they've done. It's inspired me in so many ways, but I'm good. You know, like I've mm-hmm. seen as much of it as I really need to see. You know, there's a trailer for, uh, not a trailer, but there's a workout video of um, Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. Yeah. That shit looks mad violent, fam. Like, he yeah. was, like, stabbing people in the head and, and yeah. breaking necks. Like, It's a little, it's, it's, it's above, it's, it's kind of John Wick status. Yeah, so. Moonlight looked like it was going on. I'm like, well, I need to stay around that's, and see this. That's what I want to see it, so. <laughs> and like, well, now that's something to look forward to. But, yeah, I'm not worried about I do. I will say this, though, though. We talked about this on Views from the 616. I do feel like this is becoming a problem for Marvel. Because mm. it's what happened with WandaVision where it's like, well, there'll be more. But you didn't tell a complete story, you know? But you didn't do anything. <laughs> My job here is done. You know? <laughs> like, that's how I felt when I was watching that. <laughs> and I'm worried about Winter Soldier. I think they're going to do near the same thing where it should be like, don't worry, you'll see more next year. And it's like, no, fam. But y'all like, didn't do anything, right? Yeah, but y'all um, didn't do anything. No, but they've done stuff already, you know. And they definitely. did stuff in WandaVision, but it was more the how it was ambiguous. Like, you know you still love Wanda? No, I don't. She's a terrorist. You know? <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So, I mean, so to answer your question, you know, do I want it to go to Netflix? I don't think it matters what we want. It's um, <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> they going to do what they want to do. Disney, Kevin That shit ain't got nothing to do with us. <laughs> right. Um, but... If I if I had the power, yeah, I wanted to go on because I want I want my children, their children's children, to be able to continue to enjoy. Uh, and again, Kevin Feige's not gonna live forever either. So yeah, this shit, this streak ain't gonna keep up either. He gonna make a miss, you know, like they, something. I mean, they already made a miss. They had misses. dark world, but yeah, but they've recovered. You they know? recovered graciously. So. Yeah, so we'll be good. All right, next question comes from Dershawner, the Ninja. They writes as a black comic reader. Who was the first comic book character that you could relate to? We've said this, we've answered this before, but this is always a great question. But I'm going to disappoint people because it wasn't anybody black. Like, yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, I, what's the first black comic book? Probably Static. Who was the static. first in general? Cyclops. Okay. Yeah. Mine's was uh, Max from Batman Beyond. Max Gibson. And if, like, if you watch the what was the, I forgot what the afternoon cartoon block was on mm-hmm. the WB. Yeah. Um. But I would watch that after school, and yep. that's and the, so that animated one, Max Gibson. I don't know what she, if she's the same in the books, but she's a black teenager. Oh, okay. She has pink hair. She's really cute. Um. Technically, that was to be the first black character just in comics. Period. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about a black powered hero, or whatever, Storm for sure. Yeah. I, I like when I when I was reading X-Men, I love Storm, but I didn't relate to her. And I had yeah, I didn't crush, relate to her. I had a crush more on Jean Grey because I love Cyclops and I love their relationship. And so that was more my thing. Storm, I was never like 
Mohawk Storm, you know, I had a... Ugh. All right. See, and I didn't you know, know about but, Mohawk Storm until uh, way later. Yeah. Though, like I was but even Mohawk Storm, I didn't have a crush on her. Just like, oh, that's a bad woman. Like you she, know, like, she a yeah. bad bitch. Yeah. yeah that's a, I love her, you know? <laughs> like, you just keep doing you, you badass bitch, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, no, I like... Uh, and mine was Fox Kids uh, X-Men Storm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. just as far as the comic book character that I, that I loved, I wouldn't say I would personally relate to any of them, really. It's just what I love. But my first comic book that I actually really, really loved, loved was Rose. Oh, God, no. I was, like, Rogue was probably my first crush, you mm. know? And, and I think it was because she was the untouchable woman, and I was like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, and also that white streak <laughs> in the hair. The, the, her, that, hair her hair, her whole oh, fit. Her, yeah, everything. Her drip. fit, the jacket. She just had yeah. drip, and the fact that she was so powerful. That's all I yes. kept remembering as a kid. She, she got drip, and she's so powerful. My, one of my favorite issues ever is this, I'm not sure the number, but it's a cover. It's a Wolverine. It's uh, Chris Claremont and Paul Neary's the artist. And it's got Wolverine on the cover in the foreground and Rose in the background. And they're in uh, Japan fighting ninjas and shit and the Silver Samurai. Wolverine and Silver Samurai have one of the illest fights in comics ever. It's legendary. But Rogue's power in this issue is just so there. And that's when I was like, oh, my God, I love this woman. Like, this dude tries to stab her with a sigh, you know, they're in this bar. And it just bends on her shoulder. And she looks over at him like. Did and you I was touch like, oh, me? Did I'm you like, touch oh, me? Oh, my heart. My heart right here. <laughs> oh, her, um, Rogue and Remy LeBeau, um, um, Gambit, those were always my number ones. Oh, yeah. Number one yeah. favorites. And then I hated I, Remy because I, 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 I was lo- like. I've always loved because he's a smart ass. He's such yeah, a, the mouth. He was trying to get with my girl, you know? So I was like, fuck this dude, you know? <laughs> get away from Rogue. What that mouth do, Remy? I um, like Rogue and uh, she dated Longshot in the comments for a second. I really like that one. That was yes. a great one. Yes. So yeah. those two, then I grew into Loving Storm, and then just, um, as I mentioned before, Max Gibson from Batman Beyond. Yeah, and then Static. Not Static Shot, but Static, the comic book. That was the first book where, when I was reading it, because it was like, I remember, I, I mean, I was still virgin then, and he was still virgin, and he was like trying, you I know, he's in Virgil. high school. No, no, Virgin. He Virgil oh, was a no, virgin. No, I know, but I love yeah. Virgil. <laughs> and yeah, they had, you know, they had his first issue having sex and all that. And so I was like, you know, it was something. I, I was like right at that age where he felt like me, you know, oh, where I was so you, like, so that was re- uh, re- you were able to relate. Yeah, that was like the Got first it. comic where I was like, oh shit, you know, you and he was it. having issues with his parents. You know, he was a teenager. I was feeling that, you know, I was like, yo, this Got is. It. Me, you know, the girl you had a crush on, like the girl I had, it was, yeah, I, yeah. I, I related. No, I, I fucked with the um the the animation. On, yeah, I ne- on the I've never seen the animation. You know? It's so it's crazy. it was so good, especially for the yeah. time. It was so good. I, I mean, that's the only uh, thing that I knew. I, I never read the book, so the books are oh my god, they were like, like there's this issue, and this is some re- this some uh black history right here. There was an issue of static where him and his girlfriend were going to have sex for the first time. So on the cover of this issue. It's him and his girlfriend lying in bed. They're both fully clothed, but there is a condom wrapper, like not open, you know, just a condom sitting on the dresser next to them. They polybagged this bitch and put a black box over it so you couldn't even see the cover. That was the censorship because just the because cen- there was because, a condom because, on the No, because there was black people loving each other. The condom is what they tried to say. But fam, there's so much worse shit on comments. This is the 90s. When women's ass and titties were out on every comic book cover. Gotcha. And that's what, you know, they you couldn't buy this shit. It was like porno. It was like you were buying a porn. There was no sex in the comic. At the end of the issue, he gets to her house. Because he's been trying to get to her house for the whole issue. He gets to her house. She's like, oh, Virgil, I'm so happy you're here. Let's him in. Shuts the door. End of the issue. 
But you know what I mean? But that's how crazy the comments, that's how racism works in America. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. Google that. Look it up. I think it was static 25. I'm not 100% of the issue number, but just look up static and the sex issue and it'll come right up. It'll hurt. Yeah. Okay, next comes, the next question says, Dear Fan Fam, I would love to see Sam Wilson leverage the goodwill, quote unquote, he talks about in episode one and pull a booster gold, getting some celebrity endorsement deals to solve his family financial problems. Which companies do you think make the most sense as partners? Good ideas include Red Bull, gives you wings, and Nike, high flyer, he would probably have his own shoe. Would getting corporate money compromise a hero? I could also see a potential plot where a hero is told not to investigate a shady sponsor like Roxxon or they lose their sponsorship deal. Love the show. Uh, Marvel and the Mouse Corps should hire you to host a Talking Dead style Falcon and the Winter Soldier after show. I agree. Y'all could put that out in the universe and harass Disney slash Marvel at them on all platforms. You know we do, but if y'all could, if, if, honestly, if y'all could boost, signal boost us too, we would appreciate it. That would help potentially get us on the uh, on the dockets of some people. Uh, but yes, they they continue put on your whiteboard, and this comes from Indie Idealist, aka Hard Out Here for a Falcon instead of a pimp. Because yeah, Falcon no, that's is a pimp. that's terrible, Indie Idealist. I love you, brother, <laughs> but that is ass, ass, fam. Ah, uh, the next one's Cold Stone, Steve Austin. Fantastic. I like that. Yeah, always a great one. Run DLC. That's that. That's, that's, that's amazing. Solid. Yeah, that's, that's solid. solid. Yeah. And yeah. Grandmaster Flashpoint. That was that's clever. Clever, yeah. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. You so, know, Grandmaster Flash, Grandmaster Flashpoint, I love it. You know. So three DJ out of four. reference. Yeah, three out of four. That first one though, I just no, no. Not at all. <laughs> Oof. Ew, what was the yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um I think you already to me, you gave the best ones. The Red Bull is such a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's red. You know, his wings are red. Red <laughs> wing, you know, like it's red all wing, there. Yeah, they could like, put red wing on the fucking bottle, you, could put you the know? Red Bull logo on red wing. That would be so <laughs> effed up with the sponsorships, but. <laughs> yeah, but it would so work. F- you know what's interesting? But even though he doesn't need it, like, the to me, the first hero who would absolutely do shit like that is Tony. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Tony. But my thing is, Tony is too vain to promote anybody for himself. Yeah. You like, would never well, see anybody else's shit on his shit. I guess, and I guess you don't need like a Stark logo on Iron Man. Like everybody knows that's Iron Man yeah. and it's Stark. So yeah, yeah I guess I'm, you don't. And he has yeah. Stark Tower that says Stark yeah. Tower on it. So I mean, <laughs> if you don't know who Stark, I mean, he 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 puts Stark Industries or Stark name on the bombs when he's dropping them on poor people. So he's he's good with the branding. Um, um I do want to say this hmm. though: celebrity endorsement would not help Falcon. I think people are no. really misunderstanding that scene it is not about money yeah okay it's, one it's gonna help him even if you are if, if he had like i mean ridiculous amount of money sure he could buy that land and all that but it would take a ridiculous amount of money because he you know you gotta pay mortgage you gotta pay you know da, 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 da. so yeah, that's the, what, the money is for the boat yeah and, and they're trying to keep whatever it is but okay. they're the bank is trying to force them out of that area so they can do whatever you right, know it is right it is the bank is giving them problems because they're black people. And as we see, Falcon is already a super celebrity. He's bigger than any celebrity in our real world. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's something people keep getting misconstrued. And yeah. in fact, somebody even said in the statement, I mean, in our uh, Twitch stream this week, that Falcon didn't get it because he was blipped, not because he was black. 
And then they changed it and said and added, well, and because he was black. No, he and was black first. Let me let me just say that that it, it damn near infuriated me because especially given everything that we go through in this fucking country, like we are black first, you know, like and that's I'm, I put this tweet out today where I said that you're black driving, you're black sitting at home eating ice cream when the cops come in and shoot you. This is you know, if you were white during any of these situations, it doesn't happen. You're black first in this country. And that's something that I think the show is like, people are like, oh, they need to pound them more in your head. And I keep telling people if they did, you know, you would be like, oh, this is too pedantic. They're just, you know, here comes our black moment of the week. Like we kept talking about. And it's already there. It's up for the reader. I mean, the viewers to interpret it. If you don't want to hear it, you're not going to get it. But let me say that again. We're black first in this country. You know, Falcon's problems are because he's black. Hawkeye wants Hawkeye mass murderer blipped out of existence whole family whatever five years he's been killing for five years he walk into that bank he's getting that deal he's getting that loan mm. it's, you know don't don't get it twisted y'all so so no sponsorships for uh for sam i just i mean i love those i just don't think it's trying to help his financial situation <laughs> get them shits man get that money you know yeah and also i do not think any people are going to endorse a military operative you know like <laughs> I mean, and, and also the other question, the other part of the question was, would getting corporate money compromise a hero? Yes. I mean, Booster yeah. Gold has already shown this. This is Booster Gold's whole thing. You know, like he, there's issues where Booster Gold won't go and do something because there's no money involved in it. Or even Super Patriot, the John Walker character in the comic books. not enough clout involved in it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It compromises you. Yes. That, no, you know, money corrupts, power corrupts. These are all the same things. So, yeah. Right. But great question, and uh, putting Red Bull on Red Wing would be the greatest thing ever. Right. Okay, yeah. here's the last question in the guac section. This comes All from right. Tom, the fanboy. Uh-oh. Okay. They write, Madripoor, <laughs> uh, the, the island nation that we saw in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and also it's in the comics, is in the Indonesian Peninsula. Where are all the Asians and Pacific Islanders? High town and low town got everything but locals. One take on Twitter was that this was a way to minimize the 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 um, Asian American Islander Pacific violence on screen, but that doesn't explain full erasure. Thoughts or theories? I think you just said it, fam. And I I do think it was fucked up. You know, at the same time, I thought it was like. That was just one of the misses that Marvel does every now and then. You know, they, I mean, I mean, not even every now and then. They probably miss a lot more. I mean, they hit more than they miss, but that was one of their misses. Like, they could have had some Asians in there. Same time, everyone in that scene who, in that whole town who wasn't Sam, Bucky, or the doctor, and the doctor, he ended up dead. Caught the um, bad one. Caught the bad one. And, you know, it would just be the reverse. It would just be just what you said. Everyone would be like, oh, my God, they put all these Asians on the screen to kill them. Yeah, I remember your tweet talking about that. I, it's kind of a damn you do, damn it's you don't damn situa- damn situation. Um, it's the same thing with Battlestar. People were like, oh, I knew he was going to die from the first episode. So it's like, would it have made it better if he was a white dude? Yeah. You know, I'm and, I, and this is not an excuse for how they decided mm-hmm. to do that. No. This is this is a, what I'm about to say is it's a potential rationalization. They could say mm-hmm. that Madripoor, as we know, is a place full of people from all over the world. And it's was founded by a bunch of criminals and all this other stuff who mm-hmm. could have displaced the local people who lived there. It's uh, it was called gentrification. Even even criminals do it. So you know, yes, there there's 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 uh, Asian Pacific iconography and all that other stuff around. But there could be a world of of reasons or non reasons why they did that. Um, yeah. 
I I I I don't have a good answer. I really no. Nah, I don't either. I I think it was like I said. I think it was definitely a miss by Marvel. I think they could have wrote that scene better and included somebody who doesn't get killed. You know, if they wanted to put some Asian people in there. But yeah, that, I got nothing on that one. Sorry, that was you know they missed. They yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, I have to agree with you, Ben. Yeah. All right. Just like they missed on fucking Wanda not being an Ugh. evil terrorist, but you know, whatever. Somebody Just fly put away. I, I saw somebody tweet. They were like, uh, "If one thing 2021 has shown us is you will forgive a terrorist that they're a cute redhead." Ooh. Shout out to Carly and Wanda. Ooh. Hey, I told you, pretty privileged people. People like. Yeah, people have been coming to me hard this week because of what I said on views <laughs> from the six one sixes, you know. But what I want I want us also do is like I feel like people sometimes we have listeners who just want to like catch us out there, you know, be like, Oh, you was wrong. And I'm like, fam, that's not what I was saying. Yeah. You know, like I'm I love Steve Rogers. I think Chris Evans did one of the most fantastic acting jobs ever bringing this character to life. The I mean, cap those that trilogy is up there with the Star Wars trilogies with me. You know, it's like, it's life change. You know, I can do this all day. Like, that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, every time, you know. But it's not about Steve. It is about what, like, if in, in a real world, like, someone was like, oh, but even people in other countries would see Steve fighting aliens and Steve doing this. Yeah, that's fine. But they would still see America using Steve when they were bombing them. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Steve would be everywhere and they would still be doing all the grimy things that America does. And they and people would look at that symbol and be like, fuck America. Mm. Right? We would, as mm-hmm. black people, if there was some dude named Captain fucking America yeah. who was out here winning World War II and winning in Vietnam, you know, well, he was sleeping in Vietnam and all that, but, you know, you'd be like, yo, what? I like, that's saying World War II is always portrayed as this good war where it's like good versus evil. And so that's the one Cap was in. And people are like, oh, you know, John Walker threw the shield and you know, he killed an unarmed man who was surrendering. Dog, you think Cap ain't shoot? And this is war. This is what people do. People might surrender. You know, like I keep saying, what's worse, the bombs or somebody throwing a shield? Let's be free with y'all. Like, you know, I get it. Y'all love Steve, but just take it easy. The only part I want to add is what you just mm-hmm. said about um, if this one, just this is a tiny note. Yep. If you, and this goes to everybody, if you are listening to us just to try to catch us, yeah, don't stay being wrong. I think you're, <laughs> I think you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, now that's not to say that we're, we're above critique. Please critique no, us. Please, no, please. Critique. If, if we did said something from cool, yeah. but don't listen to us just to see. Be like, oh, you forgot you're supposed to put a comma where there should have been a period. Like, yeah. don't don't do that, y'all. Like, that's kind of whack. But anyway, and, and you're and and thing is, me and Tatiana cool. are both very thoughtful, very intelligent. We don't just say things to say them. You know, these yeah. are things that I've been thinking about for a long time. Yeah. You know, I don't just come on here and be like, oh, you know, Wanda's a terrorist. You know, it's like I sat <laughs> and thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't just, you know, people like yeah. someone the other day was like, when I in the chat, when I was like, Carly's a monster and you're they're like, you're reducing her. I'm like, this is a fucking chat. I'm going to call her a monster in the chat. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. But when you listen to the show, I explain very clearly my feelings about Carly and why I feel like she's a monster. Yeah. And I think it's important to note, like, it's not, there's a difference between sharing your opinion. Because people could just disagree with you, Ben. Oh, like, and that's, I, that's I, no, fine. I've got a ton of them today, and I like them. I asked, them, <laughs> I asked people, like, yo, why? I retweeted a couple. There were some that I felt like they had a point. But when people are coming to me, like, oh, this and that, you this know. Guy and this guy was red, not blue. Like, yeah, I'm like, fam, come on now. Relax. You know, yeah, yeah relax, <laughs> relax, relax. 
Oh boy. Anyway, yeah, I just want to add that. But anyway, but no, but no, and let me add this too. Oh, go ahead. I, go ahead. No, like you said, I love the critique. You know, yeah, but just have too. it. But be thoughtful. Send in a question, even where we could talk it out on the show. But when you hit me on Twitter, you know, you're gonna get a very quick response if you get one at all. It's not gonna be just thought it out. You know, I'm not gonna think it out. I'm not gonna be able to express myself the way I want to. So nine times ten, I'm just not even respond. I might even mute you because I'm like, you know, get off my shit. But if you send in a question, whatever, you know, we'll talk it out. You know, we're right here. We are always down to talk. You can hit us anytime. Contact at fouronthers.com, on the Twitters, on the Instagram. Send in your questions, and we answer them live on the show. Yes. We won't clown your AKs that bad. <laughs> that's Just how a little you, bit. That's how you get your guacs in, as Benami yes. said, through the emails. You can also, if you are on our Patreon, you get guaranteed mm-hmm. questions. Just send them in there. Patreon.com slash for all nerds. You can also always respond also on our weekly posts on our social medias at for yep. all nerds. You'll usually see the guac questions, the, the guac posts, the geekly asked questions, the guac is extra posts. Put your question there and we will take a look. Word up. And what we got looks like some special news right here. I ain't seen this in a minute forever. Yeah, this is just quick. Don't get for for the old heads that are listening. Don't get don't get happy. All right, we can't just, bring the sound back. The sound effect. No, no TED talk. No, no. no. no oh, damn it. Yeah. Just real quick on four twenty. <laughs> April 20th, Apple is uh, having an event. As usual, I will be live tweeting it. If you did not know, I'm called the Grand Duchess of Tech for a reason. I cover consumer tech. So I'm going to be covering that event. There's going to be reveals of new iPads, uh, including the iPad Pro, iPad, the low-cost iPad, and the iPad Mini. Um, There's going to be potentially a release of some colorful iMacs. It's going to give you a little bit of uh, iMac G3 nostalgia. You remember the iMacs of the 2000s? Because they were all different colors. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody wanted one of them shits, but uh, obviously you're not going to get the bubble machine, but you're going to get some colors potentially. Um, and I remember going into Howard Butch store and seeing them for the oh first time. And I was yo. like, what? That's so yeah. sick. Yeah. And I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> they were expensive. Uh, and there may there might be some conversation about the new AirPods, but um, you'll never know until you watch or listen to or, or excuse me, just just pay attention to my timeline. At follow me at Tatiana King or follow DJ Benami at DJ Benamin. Mm-hmm. Um, four twenty boy. Mm. Four twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a, what an auspicious day. I'm gonna uh, be doing some other things on that day. <laughs> Red Man versus Meth Man that night, y'all. Woo! Oh, it sure it sure is. So oh is. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna be lit. Rounding this out, Ben, your favorite segment. Speaking of lit, it's time for Comic Psychop. Comic Psychop, where we talk about all the different comics we are copying, buying, reading. Doesn't matter, new, old, as I will demonstrate this week because I've been reading some old stuff (laughs) as well as some brand new joints. Um... I actually downloaded this off of, you know, somewhere. Don't worry about that. You know, you get it how you get it. Uh, The Definitive Silver Surfer. It's Marvel Platinum. You can get it on Amazon. The trade paperback is available there. It is, uh, I guess it's Marvel Platinum, The Definitive Silver Surfer is the actual title. Okay. But it's basically a collection of all of Silver Surfer's definitive issues, like his very first appearance in Fantastic Four uh, by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby up to this... um, graphic novel a classic silver surfer graphic novel called parable that was done by stan lee and the great french artist mobius and this is the first time or at least in a long time that i've read books that were actually written by stan lee and drawn by jack kirby 
And it's so interesting to see, like, Stan was a great writer, y'all. Like, his wordplay, you know, the way he had these characters thinking and acting, like, the whole, you know, Silver Surfer and his, like, noble poet self is on full display mm. from the very beginning. Mm. It was just dope, y'all. Like, I'm a huge Silver Surfer. I don't know if you can actually see them on camera, but up here up top, I've got, yeah. like, 20, 30 different Silver Surfers and Galactus figurines up there, because... That's just one of my favorite characters, like Galactus, just what he represents, everything, what it represents, however you want to say it. It's just so ill to me. So that's something I've been reading. Um, I've also been reading this week, came out the new Children of the Atom um, book by Vita Ayala, friend of the show. What up, Love Vita? It. Yes. Uh, Children of the Atom is part of the whole Dawn of X. What is that? I'm not sure. I guess this is like Afternoon of X now because... We're, all, we're past the dawn, but, yeah. you know, continuing everything that's going on with X-Men and Children of the Atom. I have not read the second issue yet, but the first issue is about this group of teenagers who everyone thinks they're mutants, but for some reason they cannot go into the portals to get to Krakoa. So there's something else going on. There's a big hmm. mystery. I'm not sure what it is. Certain people think that they're like, they're uh, mutants who are, imi- they're people who are imitating mutants. Because all of them look or like have costumes similar to one of the X-Men. Like there's a guy called Night, I mean Daycrawler instead of Nightcrawler. There's somebody who looks like there's a black woman who looks like Gambit. Like she has Gambit's type outfit oh. and, th- and throws energy things. I'm listening. There's, some, there's a dude who looks like Archangel. And but the, like at the end of the first issue, you know, because some of the X-Men show up and like, yo, why don't y'all just come to Kokoa? You know, what are you doing out here? And they're like, oh, we, you know, trying to handle stuff with our parents and all this, but we'll come. And then they all try and walk through the portal at the end of the first issue and cannot go. So why, you know, it's part of the big mystery. It's uh, Children of Adam, Vida Ayala, issue two is out right now. I'm loving it so far. And I also want to shout out this really ill book that I've been reading, um, Carmen. It's from Image Comics. The second issue just dropped today. It's by Gilliam March. He's the, they, I'm not sure, they are the writer and artist. Art is beautiful, and it's a very ill story that seems to be about a guardian angel, and her name is Carmen, and what they're doing on Earth. The art is just insane. That's what got me into it first with the art. But then the issue when I finished, it's like it's dark and weird, you know. Where I was like, "Ooh, this feels like this don't get like when you know when you start a division, and you're like, "Ooh, this don't get worse." You know, that's how this felt. Like, it's like, oh, do I need to read this? This feels like this don't go somewhere dark, but it mm. got me hooked. I got the second issue today, so I can't wait to read that. Carmen from Image Comics by Gillam March. Make sure you check that out. And that's pretty much it for Comics I Cop this week. Fire. Fire. Yes. All right. So that is all that we have this time this week for For All Nerds, our main show. Thank you once again to everyone who has been so supportive of us. When it it comes to your comments, to leaving reviews, your ratings, to hitting us up financially, whether you're on the Patreon or our TeePublic, TeePublic.com slash stores slash For All Nerds. Get that amazing, amazing views from the 616 logo. I know my tea is on the way, but I means tea is probably on the way. Get oh, you- I'll, it'll be here by the time Monday Yo. when you, when you I'll be stunting. I'm stunting this week on views from the six. Stuntin'. That's all I'm in. You know, I'm stunting this week. <laughs> I am stunting. Fed Pro's-